Welcome to a life-changing message from Prophet Emmanuel Fringho. Stay tuned as the man of God teaches about visions. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-541-495977 or you can also contact him on plus 86-130-2350-8211. May the Lord which bless you in abundance. Father, let new life bring new life into your people. A life into your people. Breathe upon every soul. Breathe upon everyone that is hearing my voice this moment. Breathe upon them, Spirit of the Living God. Breathe. Breathe upon your people. Breathe upon them, Lord Jesus. Breathe upon them. Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in our midst. You are welcome in our midst. Come and speak to us, teach us. Unfold the mysteries in your word unto us, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray. Lord, I pray. Speak your undiluted word to your people. In the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, I pray. Father, Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Abba, be seated. Amen. May the Lord which bless you in abundance. Tonight, our theme for tonight is visions. Visions. But this one is heavenly visions. Heavenly visions. There's an adjective that I'm using to qualify this thing that I'm going to teach you. Divine heavenly visions. These visions are those that comes from the Spirit of God. Many people have visions. But the source of the vision is not from the Lord Mosai. But I'm talking about Holy Spirit visions. Vision that have been revealed by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. I want you to understand over and over again. The Bible says that in this last days he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh, upon every human being on this planet. Is a must to be a partaker of what the Lord God had poured out. Be a partaker of such anointing. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 2. That's our key verse, the verse number 17. It shall come to pass in the last days, said the Lord God, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh, your young, your sons. Your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. The young men 
must have a vision. The young men, I'll pour my spirit upon them and they are going to see visions. They are going to see visions. Upon this young man and all and everyone, I'm going to pour out my spirit. And you people are going to see visions. If we are going to see visions, when we have received the Holy Spirit of God, then there is a need for us to understand what God wants us to know about visions. The Lord God wants you to understand. The Lord God wants you to have a personal encounter through the teaching and the preaching of the word. You might understand the manifold wisdom of God and the high calling of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now let me tell you these things before. Let this be at the back of your mind. Visions are as the result of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Visions are as the result of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Many folks are trying to have visions. They want God to open their eyes. Listen, you can't force God to play nonsense. You can't. Many people are praying that their eyes should open. This is not biblical. And that is why many people are encountering demons. Because demons also give visions. You see a lot of folks. They are of their own carnal desire. That their eyes should open so that they can see visions. These things I'm telling you are from the prophetic mantle. It is not easy to take these things. But by the spirit of God. God wants you to know. There are a lot of folks who pray. They are forcing themselves. Some are even starving. They are not even fasting. They are starving. That their eyes should be open. And that is why demons are now. You see many people. They think that God is the one that is revealing things to them. But the source of their vision is not from God. But we are here to talk about the heavenly vision. What the Bible speaks and talks about. That in the last days I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall proclaim they all prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And the old men shall dream dreams. And on my servant and on my handmaids will I pour out my spirit. In those days of my spirit they shall prophesy. I will show them wonders in heaven and above, and signs in the earth beneath, behold, and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall return into darkness, and the moon into black. This prophecy, the author of this prophecy is God. The one that came with the first prophecy, it is not Joel, it is the prophet Enoch. I will, I will prove it to you. Enoch was the one that God revealed this to him. God revealed, gave this vision. To the prophet Enoch. This prophecy doesn't come from Joel. It doesn't come from Isaiah. It doesn't come from Peter. But this prophecy. God gave it to the prophet. in Way back in the Old Testament. Way back in the beginning. That was when God. Gave the vision. To the prophet Enoch. So God revealed. 
view his mind dated 6000 years ago God gave this vision to a man that walked with God a man that was anointed of God a man that knew God a man who had the spirit of God a man who was anointed that was in tune with God by the name Enoch the bible says in Genesis chapter 5 that the rest of the, the days of Enoch was not known because Enoch walked with the Lord for the rest of his days were not known because the Lord raptured him Enoch walked with God and he became like God and God raptured him and this was the man that God revealed his mind, God revealed his heart. God gave this vision to the prophet Enoch. And he saw the coming of the Messiah. He coming, he saw the coming of the Lord coming with his angels, coming with with his angels, coming in his full fold to judge the world. And when you read Jude chapter 1, actually Jude is only one chapter. Jude verse Number 14, the Bible says that, and Enoch also, Enoch, Enoch the prophet, Enoch also, Jude 8, Jude chapter 14, Enoch, Jude 14, it's only one chapter, Jude 14, and Enoch also, the seven from Adam, the prophesy of these things, say, Behold, the Lord coming with ten thousand of his sins to execute judgment upon all. To convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they shall have ungodly committed, all of their heard and their heart speeches, which ungodliness have spoken against him. He saw these things, and I'll get into that later. Enoch prophesied where God is going to pour his spirit. He saw in a vision that God is saying, Hey, I'm gonna pour my spirit upon my people. Hallelujah. Now from the beginning of time in the Bible the Bible says that God created man and he placed man in his presence God creates man I didn't say he created male he created man which means God created a spirit God created a spirit and he placed the spirits in his presence and gender we have the male and the female hallelujah God maintained a constant relationship God speak to them directly in the garden Adam will not wake up one day and say I'm going to pray for God to speak to me no God was closer to them anytime God will come and speak to them and in the morning, God will be the first person to welcome them. The Bible said that in the cool of the day, God will come and greet them. In the morning, God will be the one to greet them and say, Hallelujah, my children. So from that dispensation, the Bible said that when man sinned, God didn't want her to break this relationship. And God forgave man in the garden when they sinned. God forgave them. He made a sacrifice and cleanse their sin by clothing them with that of a, a skin of an animal and after this the bible say that man knew his wife they bear two sons by the name cain and abel the bible say that there was a time that they were supposed to offer unto the lord the question is who told them to offer 
they were closer to God that they know what God wants them to do. But the Bible said that Cain the Lord had not respect for the sacrifices of Cain. And therefore the Bible say that the Lord appeared to speak to Cain man to man. Cain there is sin lying at the back of your door. Rise up and overcome it. Rise up and overcome it. Let it will take hold of you. You getting this? The Bible say that for Cain did not ask the Lord that the Lord should help him. So he committed the sin by killing his brother. And then God speak he speak to the man Cain and Cain pleaded. God was if he can draw from them God was speaking to them man to man. So God had always wanted to speak to man and he's always speaking but we cannot understand. Now in this last days and this times God is still using visions to communicate to us. The spirit of God is a spirit of revelatory. The Bible says in John chapter 14 verse 12 that the Holy Spirit when he have come he will speak of new thing the comforter he will reveal things about me and things that are yet to come. So the spirit of God is a revelatory spirit. It is the spirit of God that searches the deepest things about God and reveal what is hidden in God unto us. There the spirit of God that goes into eternity into time and bring the agenda and bring the mind of God and unfold this to us. So if you have the Holy Spirit, if you have the spirit of God, then you have everything because the spirit of God knows God and that is God himself residing in you. Hallelujah. Now what are visions? Visions as a result of the outpouring and vision reveals God glory in vision visions is for the saint visions is for the saint through vision God reveal his glory his essence his nature his agenda his plans unto us and in visions God have been speaking to the old the ancient prophets up to now the spirit of god is still speaking to us through visions numbers chapter 12 verse 6 to 8 i begin numbers chapter 12 the verse number 6 to 8 hear the word of the lord you know god speak to us in visions and dreams and if we are faithful then he will reveal himself unto us So God will speak to us through dreams and visions and if we are faithful in dealing with God then he will reveal himself to us through visions. So visions is for the saint and not for the wicked. It's not for the unbeliever. It's for those who are faithful. Those who are working with God. Those who are faithful unto him. Hallelujah. Now Numbers chapter 12 verse number 6 to 8. Hear the word of the Lord. And he said, "Hear now my words. If there be, if there be a prophet among you, I the Lord will make myself known unto him in a vision and speak unto him in a dream." God is saying that if there be a prophet among you, I will speak to him through visions. And then also in a vision. Hallelujah. The verse number 6 of 
Numbers chapter 12 says that. Let me read verse 7. But the Bible said about my servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all my house. With him I will speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, and not in dark speeches and in similitude. The Lord shall he behold. So God is saying that if you have a prophet, if you have a a prophet among you, I will speak to him through visions and in dreams. And if that prophet or that entity or person faithful, then I will reveal myself to him. Hallelujah. Now, in this dispensation, God is saying that if I pour out my spirit upon all flesh, I'm still going to speak to my people through visions and dreams. And there are seven dispensations in the Bible. And through all these seven dispensations, the key element that God used to reach out to us in any way is through dreams and vision. Now listen, God will speak to us. God speaking to you is different from having a dream and a vision. Although all are ways that in which God speaks to us. But sometimes God will speak to us. If I say God will speak to us, not speaking to your carnal flesh, but he speaks to your spirit. Let me tell you that you are a spirit. And it's the only part of you that can communicate to God. The only part of you that know God is your spirit. It is your spirit that God will reveal things to you through your spirit. The only aspect of you that know God is your spirit, not your carnal flesh. It is your spirit that know God. It is your spirit that through which God can communicate to you. Not your carnal flesh. Hallelujah. Let me tell you the things. God is a spirit. The Lord God that we serve, God is a spirit. When you read John chapter 4, the verse number 24, the Bible says that God is a spirit and we must, it's a necessity, it's a command, we must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is spirit and we must worship him in spirit and in truth. So we worship the Lord in spirit because he's a spirit. And the only part of you that can connect to God, that know God, is your spirit, not your carnal flesh. If I say God will speak to you, he will speak to your spiritual senses. He will speak to your ears. He will speak to your belly. He will speak to the inner man. And I wake up most of the time, God will speak to me. Most of times. Most of time. And every day God will speak to me. Sometimes if I don't want to talk to anyone, then it means that my whole day is for God. I am a type that sometimes I don't want to talk. I don't want to communicate to anyone. I just want to be alone. And when you are alone, that you have time to meditate. When you are alone, when God realizes that you are all by yourself, then God wants to speak to you. The Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 1, the Bible says that in the book of Revelation, there was a time that God appeared in a vision. And the Bible says in Revelation chapter 1 that God appeared unto the prophet or the apostle John. When you read Revelation chapter 1, the verse number, um, let me read from the verse number um, 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to shield unto him his servants, things which must surely come to pass. 
he sent and signified by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of the Lord and of the testimony of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God gave this to him. But I want to let you understand these things. The day that he saw this, John chapter 1 verse 10, I was in the spirit. John, Revelation chapter 1 verse 10, I was in the spirit, John said. I was in the spirit. 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 So in your spiritual aspect of your tripartite being, that know God. John said that I had the vision and I was in the spirit. When I was in the spirit, 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 and heard behind me a great voice saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. Write what you see in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, Ephesus, Semina, Pergamos, Titeria, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. You know, God appeared to him in a vision. And I said that in a vision, God revealed his glory. He, he revealed his essence. God said unto him in a vision that, I am he. I am he. I am he. The Alpha. Alpha is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Omega. And the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet. God is saying that God is not in the beginning. Listen. God is beginning. He is end. Don't try to put God in time. God is beyond time. You don't need a time machine. You get it? God is beginning. God is end. He said that I am beginning. I am end. And God started to review. Now. In vision, I want to just only take the major, both, if time will permit me. We have types of vision. We have night vision, which I've talked about when I was teaching about dreams. And I said that night vision comes when we are asleep. And in night vision, in our dream, we will have a vision. It's a combination of a dream and a vision. And then we have open vision, type of vision. We have the night vision and the open vision. Night vision, there are a lot of prophets, listen, who don't have open vision. Listen, there are a lot of prophets. God will only speak to their spirit. But they don't have visions. You understand when I'm done. Hallelujah. The night vision and the open visions, all these are experienced through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So in vision, God reveals His glory. And then visions are historic and prehistoric. That it, it goes into eternity of God that is Alpha and Omega and brings what is in Alpha and Omega his plan, his purpose, his nature, his agenda his mind, his heart unto us and in a vision God will speak to us 
and we will speak back to God in a vision. So in a vision, God will reveal his plan to us again. And then his agenda, his glory. Hallelujah. Now, visions can be symbolic. In a symbolic vision is when actually I will deal with all of these things and you understand. When God will bring a representative of something like animals, like imaginary objects, and then you, the one whom God is revealing this thing to, you don't understand. And if you have this symbolic vision, it is the Spirit of God that will also give you the meaning of what you see. Hallelujah. So in a symbolic vision, God will use symbols, God will use objects, God will use imaginary things to speak to you. Hallelujah. So in a symbolic vision, the interpretation of it comes from God through the Holy Spirit. When Ezekiel, God carried Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 37, and he saw dry bones, right? You know, let me decode this for you to understand. Genesis chapter 15, I'll talk from the first vision that we have in the Bible. Genesis chapter 15 verse 1 talks about vision. When Abraham had a vision, remember that at first, God spoke to Abraham. That was not vision. God spoke to him, but he spoke to him in Genesis chapter 12. God spoke to Abraham. God called Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. And he revealed certain things to him that Abraham, go into a land that I will show you. I'll bless those that bless you. But God didn't reveal himself. But it got to a time that God said, Let me reveal myself to my servant Moses, um, Abraham. So God revealed himself to Abraham in a vision. Now, Genesis chapter 15 verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham. Now, listen. Underline the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is a theophany of Jesus. It is the essence of God. God appeared to Abraham in a vision. And I read. And the Bible said that. And unto Abraham in a vision, saying that, Fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield, thy exceeding great reward. And Abraham said, Lord God, will thou give, what would you give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus? Listen, this is in a vision. In a vision, we are part of what we are seeing. Vision, let me explain for layman to understand. It's like you going into a movie theater, right? You're watching a movie and you are part of that movie. So the things you are seeing, God is using your spirit. You are part of it. And sometimes God will carry me to certain places. Meanwhile, I'm in my room. That is why sometimes we, the prophet, we try to sometimes scare people. Like, I have entered your room. I have entered your room. Listen, you cannot enter someone's room. But say that the spirit of God carried me into your room. That should be the right word. I have entered your room. I have entered your family. You can't enter my family. Say it this way. The Spirit of God has taken me through your family. And this is what I'm seeing. Right? Open vision. Your eyes are open. And you are seeing everything. In a night vision, your eyes are closed. And you are seeing things. And ecstasy is like you are sleeping. You are snoring. But you are not asleep. And God will speak to you. That is called ecstasy. I'll talk about ecstasy later. Now listen. And then Abraham said... 
you have given me no child. And the verse 4 of Genesis 15 says that, And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying that, This shall not be in thy hair, that he shall come forth. The one that you will have will come out from your own bowels or your lions or your waist, or will come out from your own th- from your own through your sperm. That is the actual word from the Hebrew layman. So here in the vision, now listen, and he brought him forth abroad. Lord carried him in a vision. Listen, in those days, they used to dwell in a tent. So Abraham was not asleep. And the Lord carried his spirit. God carried his spirit. God carried his spirit. The Lord, five said, and the Lord brought him forth abroad and said, Look toward now the heaven and tell the stars, if thou will be able to number them. And he said, that, So shall I see be. Hallelujah. So shall I see be. And he believed in the Lord, and the Lord counted to him for his righteousness. And he said unto him, I am the Lord God that brought thee out from the Ur of the Chaldees to give thee this land to inherit. And he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? Listen. And he said unto him, Take me a hiver of three years old, and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a tattoo dove, and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these things, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece one against another. But the birds came to eat it. And when the fowls came upon the carcasses, Abraham drove them away. Verse 12. And when the sun was going down, deep sleep fell, up, fell out upon Abraham. Now, so you can see that from Genesis chapter 1 to 11, it's talking about a vision. He had a vision the whole, the whole day. The one that we have is the part of the vision that Abraham had with God. And you know, God revealed his plan, his agenda, his purpose from eternity concerning Abraham. That Abraham, I will give you all these things. So God said everything concerning unto Abraham. God revealed everything to him. You see? And the next verse 12 is a night vision. And in the night vision, Abraham was dreaming and had a vision. And God said everything concerning Abraham. He said unto him. And Genesis chapter uh, 15 verse 12 said that. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham. Lo, a horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abraham, No of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not dear, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. Now listen, God said unto Abraham that, No of indeed, of a surety, indeed, that seeth the Lord, that your end, Abraham, you will die. You will not see these things that I'm telling you, but your descendant, that was in the future, to come god speak of the future to the prophet abraham now abraham was a prophet how do we know that genesis chapter 20 verse 4 the bible said unto abima like that restore the wife back to the man because that man is a prophet and he will pray for you so abraham is a prophet of god he is a prophet abraham is a prophet abraham is a prophet now, the Bible said that. Now, God started to give his plan, his agenda, everything concerning Abraham. God started to reveal that you will die, but your descendant, whom I will give this land unto them, they are going to be slaves in a foreign land. They are going to serve for a period of 400 solid years. And after these things, they will be afflicted. And after 400 years, also that nation whom they shall serve, I will also judge them 
Afterward, they shall come out of a great substance, and thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good age, but in the fourth generation, they shall come hither again, for the iniquities of the Amorites is not yet full. And it came to pass when the sun gave, went down, it was dark, and behold, the smoking furnace and the burning lamp that passed between those pieces. In that same day, the Lord God made a covenant with Abraham, saying, Unto thy seed, unto thy seed, I'll give this land. You know, this thing that God said unto Abraham, it took four generations for this thing to come to pass. It was about the future, hundred years to come. The Lord speak of the things to come because God knows everything. He said that I will not give you this land now, but I promise you because the sins of this Amorite right now they are living in righteousness. Their sins have not reached me. So right now I will train you. Your descendants are going to be a slave in Onola for a period of 400 years. After I will bring them back because the iniquities of the Amorites, the parricide, the Jebusite, those who are living in this land have not yet reached to where I'm supposed to bring judgment upon them. So in a vision goes into eternity. It's a prehistoric vision. God will speak of your future. He'll reveal those things to you. And listen, all these things are revealed by the Holy Spirit. It is revealed by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So you have to understand these things that I'm telling you. All those that work with God, God will speak to them, as I said, in Numbers chapter 12, verse 6. The Bible said that if there be any prophet among you, I'll speak to him in visions and dreams. And if it's faithful, I reveal himself. So it means that all those that work with God, the prophets of old, God will speak to them and then also through visions and in dreams. Hallelujah. So Enoch, Enoch had a vision of the end time. Enoch had a vision where God has come to judge the world and these things have not yet been fulfilled. Enoch prophesied in a vision. He saw and he prophesied of the things to come. Now, the word prophecy here, now listen, we have word of prophecy and the spirit of prophets, prophecy. The spirit of prophecy is given by the Holy Spirit. Everyone can, pro- can have the spirit of prophecy. But the word of prophecy is for the prophets. The word of the prophecy is from the prophets. Everyone here can be a student of a prophecy. You can have prophecy from God. But the word of prophecy is bigger than the spirit of prophecy. The word of prophecy is a major. The word of prophecy is an office. The word of prophecy is a position. The word of prophecy for the prophet is a title. You get it? So all these things in the outpouring of the Spirit, God are portion the things of the Spirit. And all of these things are the gift of prophecy, healing, uh, teaching, workability of faith, the power gifts. All these things are portioned by the gift of the Holy Spirit. They are portioned by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So all those that work with God, they have visions. God will speak to them as well in a vision. Hallelujah. Now, the second man that had vision, now listen, you understand that prophets have been there before time memorial. You understand that there was a time, the Bible say that there was a woman by the name Rebecca. 
And the Bible said that the, the husband of that woman was called Isaac. And Rebecca was barren. All because of the plan and the purpose of God. And the Bible said that, for behold, in, a, in time, after these things, she went to inquire of the Lord through a prophet. And the Bible said that the prophet said unto him that there are two nations in your womb. And the elder will serve the younger. He went to inquire of the Lord from the prophets. So the prophets have been there since the memorial. It is not today that God is going to call prophets. It is not yesterday that God started calling prophets. Prophets are always to our day. And I will talk about these things. If I don't finish, I'll continue. In the New Testament, you know, prophets are needed. The Bible says that if I, Paul, am the apostle, if I teach or speak anything, even if I write anything to you, if you want to judge me, if you want to know that I'm true, ask the prophet. Let the prophet validate it. So in a church, the highest power is the prophet. The highest voice is the Holy Spirit, but through the prophet, the highest voice is the prophet. Paul said that if I preach, if I teach, if I say anything, let the prophet judge it. And that is why in the last, in the old dispensation, the Old Testament, God will use the prophets. And the prophets, God will speak to them. They were teachers. They were evangelists. They were judges. You know, it is not easy to be a prophet. And when we say someone is a prophet, you know, prophetic is not so cheap. Everyone will just pick a title that I'm called a prophet. Do you know what it takes to be a prophet? Do you know what it takes? The virtue to be a prophet. You can give titles to yourself, but don't venture. The old God used the prophet, the priest, the evangelist. And the prophet always controls all the other gifts. The prophetic, I'm talking about the prophetic gifts, must work in teachings as I'm doing now, must work in the word. Teachings must work also as well, must work in um, evangelism, must work in everything. So the prophetic have the glimpse of the fivefold ministry. If someone is a prophet, he teaches, he prophesies, he prays, he's an antecessor. Come on, you think it's easy to call yourself by titles? Everyone will rise up, I'm a prophet. <laughs> I'm not talking about prophecy today, let me focus on my visions. But this is how ever link with prophets. And the another prophet also in the Old Testament was the prophet Balaam. The prophet Balaam. Now, Balaam was a prophet. He was not a false prophet. He became false prophet. Balaam was a prophet before Moses. Balaam had experience more than Moses. Even though Moses had an encounter with God, but Balaam had been a prophet of old. The integrity of Balaam was jeopardized when he submitted and then he compromised because of money to collect money from Balak, the son of Bepor, to prophesy against the children of Israel. That was not so. What he did is, was that Balaam taught the children of Israel to eat food that are sacrificed unto idol. Balaam taught them that, and when they did that, the Bible said that they rebel against God by fornication. 
Balaam taught the children of Israel to do what they are not supposed to do. And the wrath of God came upon them. And God commanded Moses to make a rod. To, to, to make a rod and then put a golden snake upon it. That whoever will watch, look upon that snake will not die. That is revealed in Revelation. The exact thing that Balaam did was that he, he, he indoctrinated them. If a prophet teach, if a prophet want to be evil, nobody can stop them. So Jesus, the son of the living God, was so careful about the prophet. There's no other gift that has been mentioned in the Bible than the prophet. Both the Old and the New Testament. There's no other office than the prophet. The Bible said that beware of false prophet. Matthew chapter 7 verse 20. Beware of prophet. You know, being a prophet, if a prophet want to teach you bad things, then you are doomed. If a prophet want to teach you the things that are not from God, You'll be doomed because the prophet have deep things about God. They have they, they have the word, they have the prophetic word, they have the mystery, they have the, the word. So the Bible said that the prophet beware of them. You think it's easy? Anybody will come and say, I'm a prophet. You know, you are a joker. Go to the market square. And when we don't learn this from the word of God, we will be deceived. Someone will say that I'm a prophet. The only thing that I can do is that I, I will tell visions. You think telling visions make you a prophet? You think seeing vision make you a prophet? No, that doesn't make you a prophet. Prophets are called. Prophets are chosen. Prophets are not called on this earth, but prophets are chosen before the foundation of the word. Prophet is part of the, the fivefold ministry. It, it is called the dissension gift. The Bible says that Ephesians 4, verse 12 and 13, the Bible says that he that descended. Also, the same that ascended, he gave gifts. He, he established a fivefold ministry: prophet, teacher, evangelist, apostle, and then also what? A teacher. Now listen, those gifts are dissension gifts. It was not given when the Lord ascended. So, if you're a prophet, you are born with it. You are born a prophet. You are called a prophet. Listen, so. A lot of people say that I became a prophet. No, you didn't become a prophet. You are not. Prophets are called from the womb. It's a congenital thing. God gives you. God calls you. If you are a, if you are a pastor, you are born to be a pastor. You, you don't become, you, you, don't, you don't go to the Bible school and say that I, I went to the Bible school and now I'm a pastor. No. If you are indeed a pastor, you are called from the womb. If you are indeed an evangelist, you are called from the womb. If you are an apostle, Paul said that for these things, I was chosen in Christ, Galatians chapter 1, before the foundation of the world, to become an apostle of which things that I teach these things, that the very thing that I teach you is from the word, I had an encounter with God. And if the thing that I've taught you, if there come any angel, verse 5, Galatians chapter 1, verse 5, or any other person to come and teach this, teach this thing to you, rather or apart from the thing that I've taught you, let that angel or person be accursed. Listen to these things. This thing that I'm telling you is from the spirit. It's so heavy. Say heavy. Now, Balaam the prophet was assigned to curse the children of Israel. But he saw a revelation. God opened his eyes. God opened his eyes. And he saw into eternity the things that are about to happen. Now listen, Numbers chapter number 24, 
the verse number 17 hear the word of the lord the bible say that balaam have a vision now let's talk about this numbers 24 verse 17 i shall i shall see him but not now i shall behold him but not now there shall come a star out of jacob a scepter shall rise out of israel and shall smite the corners of Moab and destroy all the children of the city. He was called to prophesy against them, to curse them. But he saw of the end time, he said that, I see the scepter. Now the scepter represents rulership. The scepter represents the mandate of God. The scepter that represents Christ. Balaam saw Jesus. Balaam saw Jesus at the time of Numbers. Balaam saw Jesus. He saw, he said, I see, but not now. A star, I see in a vision, a star. I see in a vision, a star. Out of Jacob come a man with a rod. Psalm 2 verse 1. The Bible says, why is it that the ex and the hidden rage against the, the anointed one? Why do they plan mischievous against the, the chosen son of God? Why? The scepter. The scepter, the scepter, reason rulership. That scepter is Jesus. That scepter was prophetically said unto the man, Jacob. Jacob said unto his son Judah, that Judah, you, you are the scepter, you are the light. You are the light. You are the ruler. You are the greatest. Unto you shall come that's the ruler and through you Shiloh will come Jesus will come out of you so Balaam saw Jesus in a vision so vision reveal God vision reveal God if we can hear about vision what are we hearing now I see your panties people are having visions about panties people are having visions no let me tell you, all those visions are from demon are from demons there's a time that I was in church ministering and as I hold the mic, I saw demons and then they said more keenly that they, and one guy came to translate and he said that the meaning of that prophet is that God is saying to you that I have deceived humanity. Demons are saying that I've deceived humanity, sorry. And so really, many people are having visions that I'm seeing your panties. I'm, no, hey, 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 stop, stop. What are you seeing? <laughs> what are your prophets? Judge my word with your prophet. If they don't measure, bury them. If your prophet don't measure to these things, I'm telling you, bury them. Bury them. Bury them. Balaam said that I see. I see a star out of Jacob. And verse 18, Edom shall be his possession. And Seah shall also be a possession for his enemies. And Israel shall do verily, and out of Jacob shall come, shall have a dominion that shall destroy him that remain of a city. And when he looked on the Amalek, he took up his parable and said, Amalek was the first of a nation, but his later end shall, shall, be, shall be perished. And all this thing happened to power because the Israelites destroyed the Amalekite, the Jubilee, they destroyed them. But these visions that he saw, the prophet. David, now listen, David was a king, David was a prophet, and David was a priest. He walked in the three callings of God, a prophet, a priest, a king. David saw this, David did prophesy, David prophesied. Now take your Bible to the book of Psalm 2, the same thing is what 
Balaam said, you know, whenever there come a prophecy, God have to validate it. God, God have to attest it. God have to validate it. The Bible said, if there be a prophet among you and he prophesy, let the other prophet judge it. So we are to judge prophecy. Whether it's from God. And how do we judge prophecy? We judge prophecy by the word of God and by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, take your Bible to the book of Numbers. Um, Psalm 2, sorry. Numbers is in my mouth. Psalm 2. David also prophesied. Now listen. David prophesied. David prophesied. The, the, the same thing that Balaam saw. Balaam the prophet. Um... Psalm 2 verse 1, here I read. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of this earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord, against his anointed. This is not about David. Saying, let us break their bounds asunder and cast away their cause. He that seated in the heavens laugh and the Lord shall laugh at them in their derision. Then shall he speak out unto them in his wrath and vest them in his sword displeasure. Yet I've set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. Zion there is Jerusalem. I will declare and decree the Lord said God unto me. Thou art my son, this day I'll be courting thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the healing for thy heritage, and the outermost part of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them forth with the rod of iron, and thou shalt dash them in pieces like the potted vessel. Be wise now, therefore, all ye kings. Now, this was what Balaam saw. The rod, the scepter, called, the scepter is the rulership. And he was talking about Jesus. And David also had a prophecy, and he prophesied about Jesus. Hallelujah. Visions, dreams. Oh, 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 welcome to the school of the prophets. Where God want to speak to you. God want to teach you about the prophetic. God want to teach you about the outpouring. Welcome to the school of the prophets. Now, after Moses, another prophet arose. And even before, after Moses, right, there were other prophets in the time of Judges. The other prophets. Prophet, God is still calling prophets. The other prophet that will speak to the judges, that will come and bring the word of God. Even in the days of Gideon, Otinel, in the days of Jephthah, Deborah, in the days of Simina, in the, you know, they were prophets. But the, the greatest prophet after Moses in Israel is Samuel. Samuel was trained as a priest, as a Levite, and he was a prophet. Samuel started the school of the prophets. Welcome to the school of prophets. Samuel was the first man on earth and by the unction of the Holy Spirit to start the school of prophets. Now let me tell you, these days you have ministries that are training people to be reverends, right? They are training people to be pastors. It is hard. You can't find it. The school of prophets. Tell me where the school of prophets is. When you, when you graduate, they will, they will tell you you are a prophet. Prophetic is not something common. You can't make a prophet. You can make a teacher. You can make a pastor. You cannot make a prophet. You can't make a prophet. You can make a pastor. It's not easy. When the world is there, I'm a prophet. Hey, you are joking, oh. Prophetic. It's not common. It's not common at all. Now, come back to the days of Samuel. Now, First Samuel, this is heavy, but let me finish. 
Let me finish these things. Give out of time. I'll use one hour. Yeah, you wanna learn. Yeah, so let's learn. You wanna be a point of the spirit. Yes, you have to learn. Yeah. Now, First uh, Samuel chapter three, verse one. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli the priest. And the word of the Lord. Now underline the word of the Lord. The, Lord, the word of the Lord means that. And the Lord appeared to him. And the Lord appeared to him. The word of the Lord means that. And the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord. Those days, the Bible said that, and the word of the Lord was precious in those days, and there was no open visions. There was no open visions. It was precious. And then the Lord God called Samuel. In those days, open vision was precious, and God called Samuel. So Samuel saw the need under the unction of the Holy Spirit to start with the school of the prophet. Let me tell you, the school of prophets, there were many prophets. Right, there were many prophets. It is theologians that have come with major prophets and stuff, but you know, prophets are prophets. God also used those who were part of the school of prophets. Yeah, God used them as well. God indeed used them. Yeah, He used all of them. Those people who were in the school of prophets. I can talk about it, but I don't want to go there. But okay, let me give you one. Now, take about the book of 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 13. 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 13. Now, and behold, there came. A prophet unto Ahab, king of Israel, saying that that said the Lord that has seen all this great multitude. Behold, I will deliver it unto thine hand and this day, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord. And Ahab said, By whom? And he said that that said the Lord, even by the young men of the princes of the province. Then he said, Who shall order the battle? And he answered, You. And then he numbered the young men of the princes of the province, and they were 232. And after them he numbered them all the people, even all the children of Israel, being 7,000. And they went at noon at ben Hadad, and was drinking himself. Now listen, one from the school of prophets was called. And one of the prophets in the school of prophets gave the oracle unto, unto who? Unto Saul. Um, Ahab, rather. Do you get this? Now, I'm not talking about prophetic. We have seer type of prophet. I don't want to go in there. Let me stick to my work today. Now, can we continue? Let's continue. You know, <laughs> hallelujah. Are you tired? Come on. Now, let's look at how the Lord speaks to the old and now Paul said that Paul had so many visions and I said that vision revealed God it revealed God essence it revealed God nature it revealed about the things about God the heart of God in vision God revealed himself and visions is for the saint Paul had so many visions in the New Testament when you read the Bible from the book of 2nd Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1 and he said that it is not expedient for me doubtless to glory i will come to visions and revelation of god paul is saying this thing i know a man in christ about 14 years ago whether in the body i cannot tell sorry or whether out of the body i cannot tell god know it such a man caught up to the third heavens now we have only three heavens in the bible we have the first heaven that is what we see the second heaven it is the atmospheric place of demons where the act 
angel Gabriel was arrested in the heavenlies, that the second heaven, and the third heaven is the abode of God. Now, so Paul said that God will not take you to the second heaven to go and see demons, but God took him to the third heaven to reveal himself unto him. So Paul said that I know a man that the Lord God carried him into the third heavens. And such a man, whether in the body or in the flesh, I don't know. How he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words which was not lawful for him to utter. Paul is saying that I know a man through vision. I know a man. That God will speak to him. God will carry him. Or in vision, God will take your spirit and show you things. That is the type of vision that God will take your spirit and show you things around. The same thing happened to the prophet John in Revelation. The Lord God took his spirit and the Lord revealed. God revealed himself. Hey, the Bible said in Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. After these things, behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first word which I heard was it were of a trumpet talking with me and said, Come up, either. I will show thee things that which I must become. And immediately I was in the spirit. The key verse here is that he was in the spirit. So this is a review by the Holy Spirit. I was in the spirit and behold the throne was set in heaven and the one that sat upon the throne he was ah, to look upon like a jasper a sardine stone and was a rainbow ran about the throne in a sight like unto an emerald and ran about the throne where 424 seat upon the seat I saw 424 elders sitting clothed in white raiment and they had all on their head, hairs of crown of gold, and out of the throne proceeded lightings and tendrils and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire. So you see that all these things are in vision. And he saw in the vision 24 seats in heaven. They are called the 24 elders. Now, I don't want to talk about the heavenly thing. These are the higher bones aspect of the prophetic and the teachings. Now, these things in the heavenly was that the 24 elders. Now, 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 let me decode. The Bible says that the Lord God instructed the prophet Abraham to speak to the to, 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 to Aaron and his sons that I want you to make me a covenant box. And then this is what I want you to do. On the covenant box, I want to see two cherubim standing on the right and the left and the bible said that they made this and the lord god said that appoint 24 elders to worship me in the holiest of holies now and in the in the old testament when god will speak to them he will come down in the temple and he will sit upon the ark of the covenant boss and the ark of the covenant boss was was shaped with two wings of cherub and seraphim and then those 24 people were those who were assigned to worship the lord in the temple now in revelation the bible said that the prophet so what we see on earth are the representation of the things in heaven and the prophet uh, john said that in the heavens i saw a man sitting upon the throne and on the throne of god on the right and the left have cherubims and seraphim and the bible is saying that i saw around the throne 24 tables 24 chairs rather and on the 24 chairs are 24 elders all of them have fought a crown of gold so representing what was done and what was revealed by god and the commander god commanded that the prophet
prophet Moses to tell Aaron to do in those days. So these things that the man saw was a revelation about God. God will reveal himself unto you through vision. If someone listen to me, may the Lord reveal himself to you. May the Lord appear to you. May the Lord reveal himself to you. Now I speak as a prophet of God. Ah, from today, may you be empowered to see visions. May the Lord appear to you. May you walk before God. May God reveal himself to you. May God speak of the thing that are yet to come. May God reveal his glory. May you encounter God. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus, may the Lord reveal himself to you. In the name of Jesus, the son of the living God. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you for listening to this audio tape from Prophet Emmanuel Frimpong. You can contact the man of God on plus two three three five four one four nine five nine seven seven or plus eight six one three zero two three five zero eight one one. May the Lord which bless you in abundance.